Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International, the first of two hours of Ghost Chronicles Radio. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me all the way from the land of the Red Dragon is the gold standard and ghost hunting Mr. Steve Parsons. Good evening. Yeah. As once again, we're having technical difficulties. So it's not a surprise. I don't know. So it's the Aussies. I mean, you always tell me that you're you're talking to me from the future. Well, they're talking to me from my future, future, future. (laughs) It's around what? Eight o'clock in the morning there on Uh... Thursday. It will be, yeah. They're about eleven hours ahead of me, so yeah, makes about makes about right. Well, actually, no, because like like America, Australia is a vast continent, so I think one end of it's eleven hours, and the other end of it's nine out eight eight or nine hours ahead of us. Yeah, he told me it was going to be on at at like eight in the morning. So yeah, so that's about right. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, the new books are out. Yeah, all out, all available. On Amazon, US and UK, uh, right? Supposed to be, yeah. I, I'm, I haven't checked this week. They were, they were a bit slow arriving because um, they were due, well, the second book, the first books, obviously, Ghostology um, is available um, right across the world. Um, I was expecting that the equipment notes equipment guidance uh, using equipment would be available on the 2nd of august it didn't appear uh, oh. that week so um i mean you can get it from the spr direct and they worldwide shipping um oh, they and, do worldwide shipping. and there are copies arriving in america and australia um you know i've seen i've seen tweets people getting them so um they're getting out there but the official launch actually isn't until um 2022 uh, we have the official launch. Uh, the the um, what's up with that? How can we have an official launch? COVID? It's, it's out. It's out. It's, I know, but that's yeah, so we, stupid. I'm well, sorry. You know, there you go. Um, yeah. I, so, I don't see the logic behind it. Uh, what? Having an official launch? Explain it to me. Explain it to me. Yes, your book's out for a year, and then you, you're going to have an official. Well, launch. no, it's not for a year. It, it, the problem is COVID. Because COVID is, 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 I mean, here in the UK, we are only just starting to open up and we're already facing the signs that we might be closing down again. But, you know, it's like trying to schedule stuff. You know, we've got we've got a backlog of stuff that goes all the way back to 20, beginning of 2020. Yes. So I I understand that totally. We we have someone on the line. I believe we do so um, i'm gonna uh let me get back in the yes it is right yes it is okay yeah. here we go there we go <laughs> all right so we do have our guest finally <laughs> a little bit of a 
by the wonders <laughs> of television, satellites, and the interweb. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we are now joined by. Could you say your last name for me? Because uh, I wasn't sure uh, what it is. Tabone is fine. Tabone. William Tabone. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Fine. And you are uh, you are one of the prisoners cast off by uh, Steve's UK. Is that correct? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 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 We're 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 still we're still trying to escape. Um. <laughs> <laughs> The queen, the queen yeah. will not be happy. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, they get back with me, bangers and mash. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, I assumed you were born and raised in Australia, correct? Yes, that's correct. My born and raised in Melbourne, Australia. Um, mm-hmm. Dad, dad was Maltese, mum was Australian, so I'm a bit of a half breed. But um, uh, yeah, no, great place, great place to grow up, great place. You know, it's it's funny because uh, oh god, I try to remember how long ago it's got to be over twenty years. You guys had a a, a TV show called um, Haunted Australia. Do you remember that at all? Yes, yes, yes. There was um, with a good man of mine, Alan Tiller, was in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I do, I do. Actually, I was on one of the episodes. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, the one uh, the the episode at uh, Aradale Asylum. So oh. that was set. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna jump in there and ask because uh, I was looking at your um, social media uh, during the day. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I noticed there is there, there does seem to be a strong emphasis on Aradale, um, which I believe is an asylum. Um, it certainly was, mate. It, it was yeah, the biggest asylum in the southern hemisphere at one stage. I was going to yeah. say, do you want to do you want to give the uh, the listeners uh, some well, background uh, on it? Well, before we get into that, I, I want to finish off. Oh, okay. Saying, Steve, all right, jump all right. In, but... Jump jump in again and yeah, ruin yeah. the flow of the show as usual. <laughs> no, you actually <laughs> crushed my show. Actually, jeez. Anyway, yeah, I'm, so, I'm the as, reason why the ratings go up. Yeah, right. Uh, as I as I was mentioning before, yeah, uh, about 20 years ago, I guess it's about 20 years. I, it's somewhere in that time length. Uh, yeah. We. One of the first things I did when I had my my group here in New England, New England Ghost Project, we did a, a live broadcast from uh, three different groups, three different uh, continents, and uh, three different locations. And uh, it was a a, a video uh, audio podcast, and it was uh, Haunted Devon in the UK, and uh, we were in uh, Rhode Island at the Sprague Mansion, and Haunted Devon was in some theater in Australia, and they were all time period of course was was totally different but it was really a unique thing and and uh we had uh, several members of that crew on team and uh it was back then was that one of the first uh paranormal shows on tv at that time in in australia we had we had some um, several sort of back in the 80s um one called the extraordinary which was used to go and look at all sorts of different um uh, uh ghost stories supernatural you know psychic that sort of stuff it was a it was a it was a really good show they used to do reenactments and that sort of stuff so it was it was that was sort of one of the first ones here that was really great mm-hmm. um uh haunted you know the 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 haunted australia show was um was come later on that's probably that was probably I, i'm not sure that was probably seven eight years ago maybe nine years ago now um, oh it's gonna be longer than that yeah no i um to be honest um 
I'm trying to think of. I did probably, well, it wasn't more than ten years, but it was. But there was there were several shows. I mean, you know, there's there's been a few shows in in, in Australia that uh, you know like that. But uh, the Haunted Australia one was was yeah that was a bit different because it brought the the investigators from across the world, like you know, um, uh, US with Rob Demarest and and the UK with with Ian and those guys. Um, and you know, oh no, was, oh okay. Uh, that's not the show, actually. There was one previous to that, even probably about twenty years on the show was the one I was talking about. So that oh, was the other okay. one. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Uh, Steve they remembers Ian, right? Oh, I remember Ian. Hmm. <laughs> Haunting. I think. I think there. Yeah, there was. There was several shows actually. Sorry. Yeah, there was two shows very similar. Sorry, I'm getting them mixed up myself. Um, there was okay. Haunting Australia and Haunted Australia, and okay. but still. I don't think uh, I'm trying to remember the time periods on them. To be honest, um, it's uh, it's some uh, yeah, it's got me got me messed up at the moment. Um, I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> see what happens when you get old. Um, <laughs> hey, come on, um, come on, Bill, you've had a full <laughs> night's sleep. <laughs> oh, mate, I tell you what, I wish. Um, <laughs> it's middle. Look, it's the middle yeah, of the night for me here. <laughs> What time? What, 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 in in the UK, what time would that be? That would be about uh, uh, just after eleven. 11? Right? Yeah, yeah, just after eleven. 11. Oh, that's that. Come on, mate. That's not too bad. Just still early evening. <laughs> I suppose for a ghost hunter, it is. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> but no, look, there's there's been, there's been some great shows, but um, but Arendelle, yeah, I, it does feature quite a bit in my sort of in, in what I do because I I do spend well, not recently with COVID, but I. I I have spent a lot of time over in um, in the asylum. Yeah, <laughs> that probably didn't come out quite right, but um... <laughs> <laughs> well, it brings us back to my to my question before Ron jumped in with his gratuitous self publicity <laughs> that he did a podcast twenty years ago. Um, yeah. be- because obviously, Arrowdale, I, I, I'm supposing we will feature um, in tonight's show, and so a little bit of background might be useful for, uh, particularly for our American listeners. For sure, for sure. Well, Arrowdale is on um, massive location. Uh, initially, 65 uh, buildings, um, biggest asylum in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, over 13,000 deaths within the location. It uh, it was it was basically self um, self sufficient. It had its own um, um, market, garden, bakery, um, everything, pretty much everything it needed. Uh, housed the you know the, the the most basic patient through to the worst. Um, it, it's it's just an amazing location. There is an annex to it which is in the actual town of Ararat, which is where the town's located. Oh, they sorry, the asylum's located, uh, which is a, a site called J Ward, which um, was basically for the criminally insane, and that's that's a separate location again, but it still was originally part of uh, of the asylum. So you can imagine how big this place is. Um, you need a packed lunch to sort of get from one end to the other, basically. Um, <laughs> so it's a it's a yeah it's a it's a, it's a massive location. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of well, as you probably know yourselves, in the early days of psych, you know, psychiatric sort of treatments, there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, that, like they have these, these days with medications, uh, a lot of restraint and and that sort of stuff. So you, you can imagine what went on in these in the in these places, and you know there are the signs of of you know the inside of cell doors that have been scratched 
you know, so badly, but you know, you can imagine people wouldn't have had fingernails left. Um, you know, there's this, there's, there's a lot of stories about what uh, what went on there. So yeah, really interesting. Place. When did the asylum close? Yes, uh, when did it close? Um, yeah, it closed in 1993. Yeah, it was open in around 1865, and um, through that time, it was um, it was yeah just constant. Uh, on the way through, had its good points, had its you know had its bad times. Mm-hmm. There was um, you know, there's a story, for example, when uh, they had a yellow fe- fever outbreak. Um, the morgue at that time didn't have fridges and freezers, and um, you know they were hanging body parts out on on the trees out the front of the morgue to dry, so you know oh. just for storage <laughs> till they could bury them. So, you know, it's, it's you know that sort of thing. Um, when you go down to the morgue, there's actually a massive pepper tree planted in front of it. And you know, everyone asks, "Oh, you know, it's a nice tree. Yeah, it's planted there to hide the smell from the morgue. <laughs> it's, uh, the pe- the pepper tree hides, you know, hides hides uh, smells pretty mm-hmm. well. So yeah, yeah, these little things like that, are, you know, I find fascinating. Yeah. So, is it just because it was an asylum? I mean, what was the reason for the the interest, the paranormal interest? Presumably, there there were some reports that that brought it to your attention. Well, look, it's been, it, it, I, I went there, um, the, the asylum was shut down. Uh, I went there pr- pr- a few years after, uh, before there was any tour. They, they, they run tours there now. Um, uh, but before there was any tours or anything around there, I actually went there with a group and we did an investigation. It was, it was run down. It was, it, it was a mess. It was, it was, it drew us because it was, um, because one, it was an asylum, and we figured, you know, energy-wise, there would be some interesting stuff happening there. Hopefully, there would be. Um, but there was also stories from security guards uh, and mm-hmm. staff that we'd heard. Um, and you know, it was, yeah, it was. It's it, it, people had experienced things there, you know, and and word gets around, you know, and we we keep our eye out, so we picked up we picked up all that sort of stuff. So, you know, and we decided to, to head, to head out there. Um, th- that was an interesting experience in itself in the first, in the first investigation. Um, but now, um, now they actually, the, uh, a good friend of mine runs, um, uh, paranormal tours out there and, uh, runs, um, you know, history tours and that sort of thing. And I'm lucky enough that I, I have the opportunity when we're able with this, unfortunately with COVID, it's been a bit, up and down um, to run my own tour there once a month and, you know, get in there and do my own research and, mm-hmm. and, and such. So, you know, it's, 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 it is a great location, you know, and I, I, to be honest, I've been lucky to actually spend weekends uh, uh, in there, sleeping in there. And, you know, we were able to investigate from, you know, like Friday to Sunday. So, you know, it's, it's, we're pretty privileged like that. I was, you know, very grateful for that. So how did you get involved in the paranormal to start with? Mate, I've always um, I've always had an interest since I can before I can remember. I can't I can't tell you when it started. Um uh, the honest truth. It's um I've always had a fascination. Uh for anything a bit, you know, a bit unusual, um, um spirits, UFOs, cryptozoology, although we didn't call them these things then. Um <laughs> you know, it was um it was it was just a fascination for me from from the very beginning, and I I would read book, trace books, do you know whatever I could find. If there was something on the you know the t- television, I'd uh, I'd uh, jump on and you know make sure I watched it. And you know it grew and it grew and it grew and never sort of went away. And um, I remember I mean my first investigation I was nineteen, and um, 
uh, it was just me and a couple of friends just pretty much going out and having a a go at uh, you know in a cemetery. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't there wasn't anything planned or anything. We didn't have ghost tours back then. We didn't have those sort of things. Um, and uh, you know, it sort of grew from there. So it's um, for me, it was was always there. There's always been this fascination and um, and love of of yeah, all the all the unusual things. Okay. And what is the haunted? I mean, the Australian uh, Paranormal Society. What yes. is the yes. what is it? And what is its purpose? What are we? Okay, we, we're a para, I would say we, we're you know we're a paranormal research and investigation team, uh, but we also provide education um for the public uh so what we'll do is you know we do a lot of lectures a lot of um uh public uh, public talks we'll um we go to festivals we run we we, we help run to festivals so we you know we, we run a um um the australian paranormal conference and expo uh with a good friends of ours uh called uh, from paranormal adventures australia um we have um mini cons where we'll have speakers in and talk about all different subjects. We'll, we'll go out to people's houses when they've got issues and, you know, try to have a chat with them. And, you know, if they need an investigation or they need, you know, cleansing or something, we'll do that as well. Um, the, t- the team itself is made up of both um, sensitives and technicians. So, you know, the, te- the equipment guys and, uh, you know, and investigators as such. And so, we're, we, you know, we're, we're pretty ex- sort of well based in what we do we have a you know we have wide coverage of personnel and we have you know a really good network worldwide so you know i mean i have um i have great contacts over there in the us and in the uk plus you know other countries so you know we we we, if we get a message from someone pretty much anywhere in the world we can usually get someone to cover it so we're you know that's that's our plan is to you know was to to have something that could uh one, you know, help people, and two, educate, and that's and that's that's what we've fulfilled so far. What's the situation like there um, with regard to groups? Because um, I know twenty years ago here we had a huge explosion in paratines, and that was replicated in America. Um, yeah. Has it been the same situation down under? Yes. Yeah. We're we're, we're pretty much. I would say we're pretty much probably 20 years behind you guys with what we do a lot of time. Um, but it has, yeah, there's been a massive explosion in teams, you know, um, uh, you know, good and bad. So, you know, you get that in everything, don't you? Um, so I get a lot of people coming to us um, asking, you know, asking, Oh, how do I do this? I want to do this or how do I do that? And yeah, we're, we're more than willing to guide people and, and to help them, you know, get started, you know, and, and to get started the right way, because there's, as you know, yourself, you know, I mean, there's, there's good and bad, and we want we want people to go out there and, you know, if they're going to represent the field, we want them to represent as well. We don't want them to, you know, go out there and, you know, break and enter and do all sorts of silly things. Um, so, you know, we, 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 we will help people so that they can, you know, have their best start. But, yeah, massive, massive explosion in teams uh, over the last uh, last couple of years. Uh, you know, every, everyone wants to be an investigator. <laughs> No, no. Uh, Steve is a, a council member for the SPR, the Society for Psychical Research here in the UK. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, is there a similar group in the in Australia? No, no. We 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 tend to look at those guys as well. You know, we tend to follow. Yeah, you know, a lot of the people are members. Um, you know, casual members, I suppose you call it. Um, uh, of uh, that, that group or other a couple, you know, a couple of other ones that are around, but. 
you know, it's 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 we don't have a a big body like that uh, as as such. No. But we do uh, actually it's, it's, have Ron. We do have members of the SPR. Um, in fact, the SPR has um, one of its uh, leading uh, spontaneous cases committee members, um, Paul Cropper, is Australian. Um, yeah, Paul was yeah. no, most notable, I guess, for the uh, either the Yowie, which is like a kind of Australian Bigfoot, or or the Poltergeist, which you have that great name for, the Humpty Doo. <laughs> Which yeah, we, we use a lot of Aboriginal names. <laughs> some, of them are, some of them are brilliant, but we do have, as I said, we have, we have a lot of members um, that are that people that are members mm-hmm. know, of. of, of mm-hmm. And of course, and, I think you know, is, is is isn't Sarah a member of uh, the SPR as well? Member of your group. Sarah, yeah. yes, yeah. she is. Yes, yep. Sarah's actually Sarah has is an independent, um, but she's very very like she's. She's um, she's family dark, you know what I mean. Um, her, yeah, I um, I, 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 I could say I, I picked up there was a sort of bond between oh, her and and your team. Yeah, yeah, her, her yeah, she's 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 one of us. Um, <laughs> um, but unofficially, but she's she's independent, but she is. Um, and her brother, um, uh, Ragnar, he's um, he's uh, he's actually an APS member. He's one of my my boys, uh-huh. and. Uh, same as Sarah, just a just a great guy, just a great person, and you know we're lucky to have them. You know, lucky to know them. So I mean, I, I've just mentioned Sarah, I guess, for the listeners. Um, Sarah uh, maintains a blog, which is Living Life in Full Spectrum, uh, yeah. which yeah. which she's been doing for a number of years now, and and she, oh, yeah. she you know she publishes or uses the blog to uh, promote good practice, um, critical thinking. Yeah um she exactly. she looks at the equipment that's being used she looks at methods that are being used she she's full of advice it's it's well, well worth watch uh checking out it, it certainly is it really is i mean her um her and my wife um amanda she you know they they talk all the time about it you know and, and discuss things like that all the time um and you know i mean amanda amanda is um uh started the aps with us you know we're 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 co um uh, co-director so you know she's um well she's just brilliant as well you know like uh they, i'm really lucky to have such good people around me you know what I mean? so you know it's uh it's it's uh, it, it's great you know yeah now what, what i was going to say do you run uh training courses at all uh for new members or for other groups look i do i i, I have done um it's always been just sort of um, what was needed at the time. Nothing sort of official, although I am working on something at the moment um, for, for people starting out, just to give them um, a, you know, a good foundation to start with. Uh, more focused on good practice uh, rather than, you know, how to switch on a voice recorder, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know, it's it, it talking, uh, it goes through... Um, you know, the basics, building, you know, building a strong foundation, um, you know, how to, you know, people, who, who will you work with, that sort of thing, you know, like looking at different people, different, different, um, how to find the location, you know, and how to approach people, how to talk people, ethics, um, uh, and that sort of thing, rather than initially, you know, this is how we do a camera, we use a camera, this is how we use an EVP, you know, even you, you run an EVP session, this is, you know, this is stuff that, is 
is what we need. But you know what we what I think we need and what I believe we need for new investigators is to give them a, a really solid base and to give them of what well, one of knowledge and and two how to conduct themselves in the field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To give them a guideline on how to conduct themselves in the field because I've I mean I can tell you stories from here that are, you know shocked you know shocked me when i heard them and you know when i found well, out maybe them. we maybe we can come yeah. back and uh, after the bacon uh, after the break bake okay maybe after the maybe. bacon we're having bacon. bacon i know i'm Did thinking about bacon? bacon anyways we have to americans take a break right don't now. do bacon bill they can't do but, bacon uh, but, but, by, the, America. by the way that show that i was thinking about is called mystical guides haunted australian aired in 2007 yeah. with jose colorado is the yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep. The the haunted the haunted part through. Well, we do have to through. go though. We do have All to right. go. So we'll we'll talk at the break. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles. Uh, what are we? International here on uh, Tojanet and Parrax Radio with uh, Steve Parson and Ron Kolick and our special guests is William from uh, Australian Paranormal Society, because I can't say his last name. We'll be right back after the (laughs) following messages. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Mysterious and spooky, they all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parax family. And welcome back to part two of tonight's great bacon debate, which is raging in the chat room here um, as we discuss the differences between American, Canadian and English bacon. Um, but our guest tonight on Ghost Chronicles International, we've agreed to disagree, by the way. I thought you killed all uh, the pigs off in England. No, we, we've ate them all. Um, oh. And our guest tonight is uh, William Tabone from the Australian Paranormal Society. Um and we're uh, we're finding out about the ghosts down under. Right, and he was just about to tell us about something that really shocked him. So I, I was. Oh, I know. Well, well, before we do, we've got to find out uh, about Aussie bacon. 
Aussie oh, bacon? Yeah, yeah, Aussie bacon. Has good idea. <laughs> has to be the best, doesn't it? What is it? How do they make <laughs> it? Is bacon? Um, yeah, it's just, it's, I, it's, we, it'll I, be the I, same I, as I, ours. Yeah, it'd be, it's, 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 it's pretty much like the, po- the British bacon, the pommy bacon. Did you say pom then? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to have to explain what that means. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it, 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 I've, I've been to the States and I've been to the UK and I'll, I'll, I'll play, you know, play nice guy here. Both are, both are, both are lovely in their own way. <laughs> yeah. <A> diplomat. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I don't want to punch. I don't want to punch up. <laughs> oh, hang on. It's an Aussie. I thought that's what they did on Friday nights. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you know, I mean, I got we got called Poms then, and that's a historical thing. It goes back, what, 200 years? And, um, yeah, and there's me being all nice and didn't start the second half by saying good day, Bruce, or good day, Bill. <laughs> Starship <laughs> on the Barbie. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got, good, I, I, I I got good mates in England, and I, you know, yeah, and yeah. the West, and, you know, I did we, the old, uh, you know, well, I, I mean, the old Yol as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know any Brits that haven't got Australian relations. Yeah, that's it's, well, you know, they got sent from from your place, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you, you know, you could get I, sent to, you could get sent over to. In fact, we we also deported them to America as well, but. Um, Yep. You, you could be sent to the colonies, uh, to Australia, for stealing something as simple as a loaf of bread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, there's minor, minor things. Mm, incredibly minor. But the people yeah. they sent over built a nation. They did. No, well, 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 wait, wait. Let's stop right there because we all know that Australia doesn't exist. It, you know, it was just a way for the British to cover up mass uh, uh, elimination of their uh, citizens, and, and we we know that that's according to the flat Earth creed. So I'm, I'm all, yeah, I yeah. just have to correct that, you know. So Austria does not exist. So. No, no, anyway. I'm, we're not really. I'm not really here. No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I'm I'm a big fan of British TV. I watch all the the, uh, the British things, but I, I I've now switched to Australian because uh, oh, I don't. Have sub- you caught? Have you watched Skippy? Because I don't have to do use the subtitles in, in uh, Australia, but I do in 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 Britain, so it's it's so much better. Oh no! They, I, What's I, that I skip? Do you trapped down the well. It's <laughs> got a broken leg. <laughs> Ron has no oh. idea what we're talking about, Bill. No, do I care? <laughs> let's let's launch into an episode of Neighbours. Oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> Which, of course, we stole here in the U.S. as well. So, you know, I mean, whatever, whatever show Britain's produces, we just take it. And No, no, no. Neighbours is an Australian series set in Melbourne. Uh, I think it's Melbourne. Oh, okay. uh, Ramsey Street. Oh. And has given given us some of the world's greatest pop stars. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one I'm watching oh, now is Murder Call. That's a, yeah, the, the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Murder, well, Murder Calls, a, no, it's a detective series, is which it, has it, like, uh, which has is like, do you live in Australia, by the way? I'm just curious. <laughs> 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 no, I do, but there's, like you guys, there's a lot of different programs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
I do watch a lot of I do watch a lot of crime shows, and that's why I thought I thought I've heard that. I thought that was like a documentary about uh, about uh, like Australian crimes. You know what I mean? So it's but, it's got the most mellowest theme music I've ever seen. It's like a a freaking uh, <laughs> uh, dating uh, music. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, uh, back to the haunted stuff. You were, Just before the break, you were going to tell us about the most shocking thing about training we were talking about, and that's about as all I can remember. I was, yeah, well, we were talking about whether I train people. Look, I do. I right. help people out, um, run teams. But as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm putting together uh, something to give people a, you know, a base to work on. Um, mm-hmm. Whether they go off the teams themselves, whatever. But you know, because I've had, I've had some, I've, heard, I've come across some really bad sort of um uh sit- i heard about some bad situations i wouldn't tolerate it but um i, I for example uh i knew of a team i know of a team that were going out to investigations or they were stoned they were drinking alcohol smoking the the wacky weed you know while they were on site you know and that sort of thing and it's it just gives us a really really bad name you know what i mean and i i that sort of behavior is just disgusting me you know I, I know another another one which was running a, a ghost tour and uh they were giving the history of the place but it was the wrong history it was from another location um oh god you know, <laughs> because because they were drunk at the time you know oh. um and i've got you know i had clients these people's clients contacted me because they wanted to take legal action and i'm not a lawyer i had said to them well you need to speak to the management and you need to speak to your own lawyer but you know these are these are and it makes it just makes the whole field look really bad. So I, I, I'm really big on trying to get people to, you know, we need we need to represent well, if you, if you know what I mean, um, mm-hmm. so that we, you know, we can the field make the field reputable. You know what I mean? Keep it reputable. You know, where people will take us seriously because that's that's the thing. The field we're in, a lot of people don't they don't, you know, or they 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 are they they are getting better, but you know, we really need to keep our standards higher than everyone else because of because of what we do that's that's my thoughts and that's why i'm putting together that's why of course that's why i help people you know to try to get them on a good good footing so that they won't do silly things like that you know what i mean which is just wrong which is just wrong so yeah so that's the sort of things i've I've, i i have been you know uh i've come across with yeah dealing with yeah so uh that that's something steve wouldn't tolerate either i'm sure yeah. Absolutely not. No. You know, any any action like that, we just deport them. <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what my problem is. You're sending them over here. <laughs> Works for us. Oh no. <laughs> so, so when you have investigated, what what is what has been your like most uh memorial- say haunted? No, I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> I'm not going to start that thing all over. Scariest? Again. No, it is most memorable uh, experience for me. Uh, yeah, the mate, in-depth, in-depth question. I've, I've been around a long time, mate. I've been. Uh, this is my 35th year in the field. Um, oh, God bless you. <laughs> what's that? I said, God bless you. <laughs> it's a long time. I've had some amazing. I've had some amazing experience, mate. I've been very, very lucky. Um, uh, in Australia here, I've had, like, you know, we talk about the asylum, but, you know, that place is brilliant. I've had, you know, I've opened doors and had full-bodied apparitions standing, staring at me, you know, with with witnesses, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, 
that, that, that was amazing. You know, that sort of, that sort of thing. Um, I've been, I've been lucky enough to be able to Gettysburg and, um, and I spent time in the Fairfield Inn there. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, I had, man, you know, one, the first night I got there, I had you know, three, four experiences where I've had, uh, there was only myself and two other people in the place. Um, two other people were sleeping in the room next door. I had heavy boots walk past me, like heavy, not just maybe boots, maybe steps, but these were heavy boots walk past me and walk into the other room where the people were staying. You know, um, I heard battle drums at three o'clock in the morning, mm. <laughs> um, women talking like this is those sort of like things. So that was, for me, that was great. Um, uh, I've been to another asylum up in uh, New South Wales, not far from uh, where the, the first where they first landed in Australia, near Botany Bay there, and um, I had a spirit actually grab a hold of my arm and guide me away from uh, an area, and I, I I went with the flow. I felt I felt the fingers around my arm, you know, and so I went with it, um, wondering why, and I knew I got this feeling that I shouldn't have been there, and that's what it was doing, and I asked some guys I was with because I was off on my own and um, it was outside. I wasn't in, in a building. Um, and I said, something pulled me away from this building. And they said, I, oh, this, there's, um, we couldn't get into this building for some reason, but there was, there's, they've been there before and they had big um, uh, containers of water. It's like 10 liter water containers. They're really heavy. These things were being thrown around this place. Uh, like, like they were, they were nothing. There's something, you know, pretty aggressive in there, they said. Um, so I thought, you know, this is obviously something that was, I got a feeling it was like a nurse. I'm not a medium or a psychic, but it just felt that energy and, um, and you know, moved me away from this building. And I thought that was that was amazing. I could still feel, like, just now thinking about it, this, this hand around my wrist, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was, those sort of little, those sort of experiences, they don't have, you know, they don't have to be, for me, they don't have to be, you know, anything huge it's just these these little little nuggets of, of gold that that you know build our experiences that i that i enjoy what is the best thing your team has documented oh wow uh we have we have we have a lot i got a lot of great evps um yeah. um i have some really good footage of a uh, shadow person crossing um a hall in the staff quarters at the at the asylum the aradale asylum um, I also have, uh, some really great photos, um, of, um, a, well, shadow person again, but, uh, in a, in a jail, uh, which is, people go, oh, it's just a shadow, but there's a shadow, but then there's a railing in front of it and the railing is, is visible, is, is lit, you know, <laughs> the shadow person standing behind this railing. So that was, that was interesting. Um, I also have a, um, I have a photo of a, Lady uh, in the old Melbourne jail. Oh, you probably heard, you might have heard of that. Um, mm-hmm. Have you heard of Ned Kelly? Oh yeah, Ned, Ned, Ned Kelly was a bushman, a, a, a bush ranger. He was a, an outlaw, and he was hung at the old Melbourne jail, which is right in the centre of Melbourne. Um, and I have a photo uh, of a lady in an old, you know, big flown dress, uh, carrying something. I can't work out what it is. Um, is it a metal bucket? <laughs> yeah, well, they used to. They, see, the women used to go in and actually clean in there, so that wouldn't surprise me. But no, it looks like. No, I was referring to um, his headwear. Oh yes, he wore the bucket. Yeah, <laughs> he had the armor. And yeah. 
I mean, for, yeah, for the yeah. listeners that, that haven't heard of the story of Ned Kelly, uh, he was an, a, a notorious, uh, famous, infamous Australian outlaw who took to uh, wearing body armour. He had like this uh, suit of armour made that included, uh, to look at it, it was basically a metal bucket or pail with uh, yeah. visor slit that was uh, yep. heavy sort of steel that supposedly deflected bullets. It was very, very heavy. It was, it was, um, it covered his chest, his arms, yeah, uh, yeah. For his his midsection down, you know, down to, towards his knees, but he didn't cover his legs. That's <laughs> so, right. <laughs> yeah, that's how they, that's how they took him out. They shot him in the legs. Um, and he, him and his, uh, there was about four of them of his gang that had this armor, and they actually only wore it once, uh, and that's when they, they got taken out but um it was uh it, it was a final stand so it is it's is quite legendary and uh, ned's ned's um you either think of ned as a hero here or you think of him as a criminal so there's two schools of thought mm-hmm. um but well, um, i mean yeah, as, a, as a kid we we all learned the story of uh, the outlaw ned kelly and the, you know we yep. something it was in all the boys adventure books but uh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. with the apocryphal tale that he'd forgotten the bottom half of his legs yeah, and they, yeah, and they, <laughs> they, they they shot him in the legs. But we had some, you know, we had some great, uh, great bush rangers. You know, we had um, uh, Mad. My favourite was Mad Dog Morgan. Is is a bush ranger a uh, outlaw? An outlaw, yeah, yeah. And they would they would hide out in the bush and then come out through the robberies and disappear mm-hmm. again. Ned Kelly was uh, a lot of people think of him very similar to Robin Hood. You know, um, you know Jesse James in our country forward. probably. Yeah, yeah, Jesse James. Um, you know, he was he, he, like you know, he used to was very. They, people loved him. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And and uh, you know, he was that sort of thing. But we yeah, we had some we had some great ones like Captain Moonlight, Captain Starlight. You know, um, uh, <laughs> Mad Dog. Got good names, that's for sure. Great, great names. <laughs> great names. So yeah, but no, he was. Um, so this yeah, this lady uh, that I captured, she was in the jail where he was hung. And hmm. um, you know, so we've got some really good images. But my my favourite, I always love. I'm very much um, uh, ITC person. You know, like your EVP, um, anything to do with that. You know, we can try to make actually hear hear the voices. You know, mm-hmm. and we've got some. I've got some great great recordings. You know, but um, one of my favourites was a um, uh, I captured down at uh, an old shop in near near the near the beach. A place called Chelsea, actually Bond Beach, it's called, um, and it's a it's a doctor, and we worked out we had some names, and I said, you know, is this Doctor Penny Murphy? Is this Doctor Penny Murphy? And this old woman's voice, clear as me and you speaking now, says, just Doctor Murphy, but like <laughs> a little bit pissed off, a little bit pissed off, because um, you know in those days you would never call a doctor by their first name, you know, <laughs> in 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 in, a, in, in your in proper society, I suppose. And, you know, that's one of my best. And that's, and that's what I, I, I love those, you know, when they're, they're just like someone talking, you know what I mean? There's no, what do you think it says? You know, it's that, that clarity, you know, to me, that's, that's just brilliant. What type what of equipment do you from? All right, sorry, oh. go ahead, Steve. I was just going to say, I wonder what an EVP from Ned Kelly would be like. Well, <laughs> you <know>. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have it. <laughs> Take the helmet off and try again. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Take that bucket off your head. There's actually a famous. 
there's actually a famous ghost story here in uh, I think it's New Jersey or Delaware where a British uh, uh, officer uh, was he would uh, let's see what's the word uh, spy on the the American lines or try to you know uh, reconciliate it or whatever but he was yeah. uh, dressed as a ghost and he would ride in front <laughs> of the lines and but he wore full body armor and uh, they would shoot at him, of course, and the, the bullets would just deflect. And, uh, of course, eventually somebody took his head off. But uh, other than and then now he's a ghost. But, uh, yeah, so maybe it's a British thing that where they wear armor. I don't know. A ghost no. of a ghost. Yeah. Ghost now he's a ghost of a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that story. That's, that's interesting. I, I, I can take out the particulars, but I, I, I don't have it with me right yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, Go ahead. I was going to say, I love American uh, the Revolutionary War and the uh, the Civil War. I'm really fascinated by those two two events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry. We, <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we went down to Gettysburg. Uh, Richard Felix from uh, Most Haunted UK came over, and we went down, and yep. we were able to get uh, a couple of uniforms, uh, Confederate and uh, Union uniforms, and we we donned them and and kind of went out yeah, yeah. and did investigating in the uniforms. So that was kind of fun. If anything, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the one thing much. that I learned about the Americans, particularly in New England. They do love dressing up. We do, yes, yeah. we do. That's, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so, what type of equipment do you uh, use, uh, William? Yeah, well, I suppose like everyone else, they you know, we have our kits. Um, you know, uh, we use the you know the different sorts of cameras. We use um, everything from um, you know your uh, night vision cameras to your trail trail cameras. Um, we have DVR systems. We have we have the whole deal. Like you know, I always say to people, you know, when when I've got the whole crew going out to a big investigation, you know, we take a truck. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. personally, um, I've sort of gone full circle. You know, uh, you know yourself. You know, gadgets pop up. People love their gadgets. They love the machines that go bing and that sort Ron of thing. Ron certainly does. He is. Like, uh, yeah. Don't forget yeah, the yeah, Ron's always and, first in the queue with the new gadgets. <laughs> and, you know, some of them are awesome. Some of them are great. But for me, um, uh, just uh, you know, for myself, I, I take a camera and a voice recorder. You know, um, I don't even carry an EMF meter. It's simply because for me, it's gone back to, I've gone back to just gone full circle and gone back to basics. And, you know, I always say to people, you know, when you're out in the field, you know, you con- people concentrate too much on the, the 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 kit, too much on the equipment they've got. Um, that they should have, you know, they should have equipment where they can, uh, where it records the the data, or whether it, you know, there's a static camera maybe filming that bit of equipment or something, because you're you're missing out on using your senses, you're missing out on using your eyes, ears, your smell, etc. Um, and you know, so, so for me, I've gone, I've gone full circle and just gone really back to basics. Uh, when, when it's just for me, if that makes sense. Now, the the there's a really is a good story. I've got a great story actually <laughs> um, about that. If you if, if you've got if you've got the time. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, and well, it depends um, how long the story is, Ron. Oh, two or three hours. That's all right. That's all. Um, <laughs> it's all right. I, you know, I get a second hour. I can keep them on. <laughs> I um. I I was actually in this at, at the asylum. I had a I had a group of investigators that I took with me there, and I had all these guys. They all had their, uh, you know, whatever it is, Malmeters, K twos, whatever, you know, obelisk, 
and they're all looking down and staring at these these things. And I, I that always always upsets me, you know, when they're just focusing on the gear and not looking at the environment. And <laughs> maybe I'm getting old and grumpy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I said um, I said right, come on, put everything away, right? And I had my I had my guys there. I had about three or four of my guys there as well. There's about three or four other people. And so I made them put it all away. I said, right. And I had my back to these windows, um, a, a row of windows in one of the one of the one of the wards. And I said, look, put your gear away and just just stand here. I'm going to listen and just have you know have a look at what we can hear and see. And then all of a sudden, I've watched their faces. I had my back to these windows, and they've all faces and their mouths have dropped open. Um, the moon was coming in, so I could see it was clear as 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 day. Um, I said, what's going on? <laughs> it was a lady in a white um, uh, hospital gown walked across behind me, <laughs> cut <coughs> past through. Um, you know what I mean? And mm. they wouldn't have seen that otherwise. You know, the of course you didn't because you were yelling at them. I was yelling at them. No, no. <laughs> I, had my, I had my back to the w- window. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, and, I, and the look on their faces and that just it just was the the timing couldn't have been any better just, you know what what I, australia i haven't yet been to but um i would be yeah, very very you know i people say well, do you get scared you know, there's nothing to be scared of but that wouldn't apply in australia because no i i would be terrified to spend day. the night to spend well you know <laughs> Australia got, like, is the most dangerous yeah, creatures I'm, in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking. Yeah, spiders. <laughs> them, them spiders snakes. you've got. Well, the snakes. The snakes. You know, snakes are. But these spiders. Jeez, how do you deal with them? You know, these are the important work? questions. I mean, you have to. Isn't it? You, don't you have to spray your boots before you put them on and lift the lift the like, cludgy well, seat up and you know, it's like. Ugh. <laughs> It depends on where you are. Look, the, the the thing is, you know, I'm I'm I live I don't live in the country. Well, I live on the sort of the edge of the between the city and the country. I'm I've, I've got sort of spiders have got legs. They can travel. <laughs> snakes can travel too. Don't you worry. Yeah, snakes, you are, snakes are easy. They're three foot uh, long. You can see them coming. Uh, um, I don't know about that. Spiders spiders don't worry me. Snakes worry me. Um, mm-hmm. um and uh, but. But really, you know, I always, I always send these photos. You know, these photos of these big snakes and, and things in Australia. I send them to my friends over in the states there, and they they freak out. That's why we're not coming to Australia. Yeah, <laughs> I saw I saw a video the other day of a woman with a, what is it, a banana spider? Oh yeah, it was but, huge. Yeah, it, it, yeah this yeah, this thing could have carried off your car. Is <laughs> a great. Yeah, there's a great series on Netflix, the the most haunted, uh, most deadly creatures in Australia, and it, it rates them all. So they have like a, oh, yeah. a, a fight off between them. It's 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 oh, my cool. God. We actually, have, I mean, it's one of the most deadly, actually, the kangaroo. Kangaroos are, are very aggressive. Yeah, are very aggressive. But, um, emus as well. Emus are um, mm. prehistoric. You know, they've got this massive claw on their feet and very similar to you, you, you know, apparently how like, you know, the Velociraptor, they would fight you, but then they would bring this claw up and they, they actually can gut you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I'm not going to Australia. 
<laughs> you and of course, you can't, you can't go in the water. They've got saltwater crocodiles. They've got great white sharks. They've got. It's like, I'm not going near that continent. Uh, we survived. Uh, look, it's, it's a bit, I'll, I'll tell you honestly, you know, in reality, I go out in the bush quite often. Um, and, you know, we, as I said, we have, you know, bushland across the road for most of my house. You know, I've got mount, mountains all around me and that sort of thing. Uh, to be honest, in my whole life, I've probably seen, I don't know, a dozen snakes in the wild, mm. you know, um, and and they run off. They, you know, all you see is the movement. You know, they 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 rather not be near you. You know, what I mean? that's what I means snakes. Uh, snakes, I don't mind. It's the spiders. You know, yeah. spiders. Are the sharks and the crocodiles? Tell the prime. <laughs> What about the Prime Minister of Australia? He disappeared in the swim, out Harold. for a swim. So did, um, what's his, Harold from uh, On Neighbours? Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it, it, Harold Bishop, it does, never never been seen again. No, it does, it does happen, but it, it's, not, it's not as often as you would. Yeah. You see, I, I, <laughs> I would burn down every location I was in in Australia because first sight of a spider, flamethrower. It's the only effect. <laughs> It's it's the only proven tool for effectively dealing with spiders. <laughs> I, I, well, I was um, I was up in a place called uh, Wilson's Promontory, and we were looking for water. We were up there; it was it was pretty dry. And I've gone up through this rainforest, and we must have walked through a nest or something. And I had um, you're going to love this. <laughs> I probably had fifty spiders all over me at that point. So. Uh. We're just brushing them off. They, don't, they, they, they were just, they were probably more in shock than we were. No, anyway, we brushed them all off. And then we had, we actually had leeches on us because it was damp. It's like a, oh, it's like a swampy area. Yeah, that was fun. But yes, you know, I mean, in, all that, in all that, I didn't see one snake. So <laughs> I'll tell anyway, you what, Ron, I'm just we, mindful here. Uh, we should send clay. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway. That was the uh, do a bell uh, for the pizza from the dead is here. So we've got to wrap up the show. Um, William, if people want to find out more about you and your work, how can they uh, do that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. If they, um, if they head over on Facebook to the Australian Paranormal Society, uh, they can send me a message and we'll, I'll, I'll have a chat to them. Um, you know, we if, talking about the asylum, if anyone's interested, I actually have a book I've written called Ghosts of Meridale Asylum which you'll see on the page, uh, along with um, a couple of books Amanda has written at the moment. Uh, so there's a lot of information we have on there, but come and talk to us. Um, and, uh, you know, any questions, anything, even if you're not from Australia, if you've got a question about Australia, you know, anything to do with paranormal or anything, um, yeah, send us a message. We're, we're, we're more than open to talk to anyone. And you guys have to come over and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll dodge the spider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. We got we got to wrap it up now, uh, William. It's been a blast talking with you. Uh, yeah, we'll have to have you on again sometime. Um, thanks. Bro. So, yeah, stay cheers, safe bro. down there and uh, go get get your coffee because it's the morning down there, right? Yeah, mate. Don't worry. I've had one already. I've got another one sitting waiting ready for me. <laughs> there you go. All right, everybody. Time to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, Gallant and Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North End of Massachusetts, and uh, good friends on Patreon, Ghost Chronicles Radio. Good night and God bless. Good night. Thanks, Bill.
from goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.